You're listening to Spotlight on Business on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, here's your host, Laura Smith. Welcome back to Spotlight on Business. I'm Laura Smith, and this week we are focusing on First State Bank, really your hometown banking here in Michiana, growing in terms of uh, where they're they're getting new branches, but never losing their idea of hometown and personalized care um, in the community. Darla Kaufman is my guest. She is the Vice President of Marketing Director at uh, First State Bank. And so we were talking about Christmas clubs and I thought that was so cute. Wish I had done that. And I wish I had done that for my daughter. But, you know, you can't look back. You can only look forward. And um, but it is great advice uh, for anybody who wants to teach their kids some financial literacy. But part of it is that banking now is really so digitized and we all have to become savvy with that. My 85 year old mother She's found out how to, you know, use her banking app and do deposits and do transfers and things like that. So it's really important now for people not just to be able to have the opportunity to go into First State Bank, right? Because they, some people still want to see a real person and they want to give their real money to a real person back there and know that they can trust that protocol and system. But there's a lot that the digital world does for banking and especially for State Bank. You guys have really created this uh, this beautiful online facilitating aspect where there's so many different tools and tips. So tell us um, what's new with your digital interface on on your app. Well, there's lots of things with it uh, digitally that are happening with our app. Uh, like you said, you can do anything on an app. You're depositing a check, you're transferring money, you're paying bills, you're paying, transferring for loans, um, just anything you would like to do. And the nice thing about a community bank is we have all of the technology resources that the large banks do. We just don't get to be on TV constantly and tell you about it. But we're here and we do have those options. Um, what I love best is um, the tools that we have on our website as well. Uh, we have a whole financial literacy platform. So as we were talking earlier about budgeting for Christmas, uh, we have calculators that would help you uh, think through that process, put in real life dollar values with your income and your expenses to say, well, what can I afford? Um, along with these calculators are also coaches. So these are step-by-step kind of real-life scenario. Um, This can help me get to this place or get through this situation. Or maybe it's a coach about how to purchase a home or what will I need to purchase a home or how can I save to become a millionaire? Um, How can I save to purchase a car? And these coaches and articles and everything that we have there on this platform are built for youth Uh, teens and adults. So there's something for everyone. So if you're a parent and want to get your child started with good habits, um, good budgeting, saving, whatever it is, there are great articles, games, coaches, things for them to do on there, as well as I'm a teenager and I'm saving for college or I'm saving for a car. What do I need to do? Or I'm looking at purchasing in the house in the next two years. What do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a wonderful platform. We partner with a program called Bonsai. And we actually take some of that information into classrooms as well. So we are touching 
um, not literally, but we are reaching out to students um, from fifth grade through high school about what is what is an ATM? What does that mean? What does it do? What's the difference between a debit card and a credit card? Mm-hmm. So there are lots of, of great tools out there for us to use. And we try to share that information through our social media mm-hmm. um, to get people to visit that site. I think so many people, I, I see it all over social media. You know, why aren't we teaching our kids uh life life tools and financial tools. I do remember I was in junior high and half of ninth grade here in this area in Middlebury. I went to Northridge for half a year and we had to learn how to write a check and we had to learn how to do the balancing of the, which was in a class. It was in a class and I never forgot that. I, I just, I really, it's amazing. And so what was I at the time, probably 13, 14, it was, you know, it stayed with me forever. And I think really it, it's never too, you're never too young to start somebody on thinking about that and just learning the basics. Like you said, what's the difference between a debit card and a credit card? I, you know, I just think that I, people need to take that more seriously. And yes, it's important that kids have all this, you know, they get into advanced calculus and stuff like that. That's awesome. But sometimes it's just the everyday things that really help them. It stays with you forever and ever. Um, I have to say, though, I don't balance a checkbook. I'm not one of those. My mother still writes down each transaction and then goes over it every month and balances her checkbook. I have I don't do that. I think that's very difficult and something that has gone the way of the dinosaur at some points. When I talk to students in classrooms, you know, I liken my checkbook register to an Excel spreadsheet. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it's sort of the same thing. I don't write down everything anymore either. There are so many online apps that can help you do that. Um, the, within your own banking app and within ours, there's a way to reconcile Um, I think the bigger thing is just to be vigilant and know what transactions are coming through your account and making sure that they're yours. Um, Because we don't write things down. We're not paying as much of attention to that. And and we need to. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, that's probably another subject. But I I remember as well in school uh, doing simple taxes and balancing a checkbook and that kind of thing. And it's very hard to get that into classrooms now. There's a lot uh, that teachers have to deal with and a lot of curriculum that has to be covered. Um, but I do appreciate it when teachers call us or email and say, hey, we do want a speaker to come in. We want to talk about uh, financial literacy. Can we get the bonsai program, which is free to them because we're paying for it, into their school and teaching their students about real life things uh, through the scenario they'll, they will work with those students will have a job. They will have um, a paycheck. They are learning a little bit about taxes. They have a house payment or a rent payment. They're making a car payment. Maybe they get a parking ticket. They got to figure these things out. It's really mm-hmm. incredible. Bonsai it, like the tree. You mean it's, is yeah. that how it's spelled? Yeah. Okay. That's really exciting. And so it's good for parents to know that want to incorporate that and sit down with their kids. I think that sounds like a fantastic program. I would want it for myself. So that's that's wonderful. So in in so many ways, First State Bank is so local and community oriented, but then again, you've got all the, you know, the the vast digital uh reach that that the big large conglomerates have. So, but I think the you the best part is how community oriented 
that you are. So that brings me to the fact that in, in, when it comes to financial advisory, sometimes I think people think, well, my bank is my one place where I put my money and then I'll have a I'll hire a financial advisor from another place or whatever. But at First State Bank, you guys do both. We do both. We do a little bit of everything. I think a big part of what community banks are, are educators. Um, we need to work with our clients to help them realize everything about a mortgage. Um, are you ready for it? Are you not ready for it? We can help you get to the point where you are. Don't come to us when you're ready to buy. Come to us a year early so we can help you get your credit score in shape. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's trust and wealth management, uh, if you've got an an older parent or maybe a sibling that you're responsible for, let's get with our, our trust advisors and say, okay, well, what, what's a plan for this parent? What's a plan for their money? What's a plan for their care down the road? Um, the same group of ladies is also in charge of our wealth management. They're going to help you invest wisely. Um, we have people who talk to customers every day about checking accounts. Okay. My husband and I are joined on this checking account. What happens if something happens to one of us? Mm-hmm. Um, these are things that we need to think about for down the road because I've seen way too many people get into the situation where I'm in the now I'm in the right now and I have a major problem and it's really hard to fix that. Um, so just a little bit of planning and we love to help people plan for the future. Oh, see, that's, that's wonderful. And so you can actually make an appointment to go in to speak with somebody at the bank and they will sit down with you one-on-one and just have all of these conversations and however it affects them. And they, they you and it's confidential, right? And Abs- absolutely. Um, the best thing to do if you want to have one of those deeper conversations, call us, make an appointment at whatever office is convenient to you, and we'll get somebody at that office to have that conversation confidentially. It's like a psychotherapist for your money. (laughs) We all need help um, and we all need people with the expertise that we can turn to. And sometimes, uh, you know, it's available in our own community. And I just think that's what's so we're so lucky to have First State Bank. And and you guys are really growing, as we were saying in the last segment, Um, not growing too, too big. But in this Mm -hmm. area, you're growing with with more um, branches uh, that people can get the same personalized service. You're going to be in South Bend. Is, has that already opened? Yes, that opened a year ago in July. Okay. So it's a, a very nice office. Uh, we've got a great staff of people there, and we're excited to be building that mm-hmm. that clientele. And Elkhart and Goshen and Middlebury. Yes. And all of it. Um, I, I think that's just a great way to go. Um, why would somebody, if they've been historically involved with a much larger bank or whatever, how would you encourage somebody to to turn to you um, and have them feel okay about that, safe about that? And, you know, what would it do for them to maybe think about changing banks altogether to be with First State Bank because they, they feel like they want somebody who's going to, you know, listen to them. And I mean, there's really been some crazy news um, lately over the last year about how banks have been, you know, getting involved in politics and stuff like that and banning people, you know, and closing them out of their accounts. And I mean, that's scary stuff. It's like kind of, you know, horror movie stuff when you think about that. Um, would you encourage people that, 
you know, turning to a new bank is a safe thing to do. It's it's okay to do that. Yeah, that's that's kind of a hard question. Um, To me, it's easy, but (laughs) I would always say that uh, I think what I hear the most is, you know, I really don't care for the bank where I am. I really don't get any personal service. I don't maybe go into their office very often. I'm just not a fan, but but it's hard to change. It's I have to physically go in there. I have to change direct deposits. I have to change electronic payments. I get that. I'm I am right there, too. But if I were in a position where I wasn't being taken seriously as a customer or consumer, or if I was not being listened to or I was not getting good customer service, I would change in a heartbeat. Um, And unfortunately it takes something really bad for someone to want to change they've you know they've gone through a bad situation or the bank or credit union did something that they weren't happy with and suddenly now they want to change you don't have to wait for that bad moment um and you don't have you don't have to think that it's so difficult to switch um, if you're organized about it, and again, we can help with that, make a list of, you know, what are those items that are coming out electronically, what's going in, and, you know, one at a time. It's like eating an elephant, right? One bite at a time. <laughs> you you just take a little bit at a time, and you can get those things done, and it's it could be much better for you. Um, we would love to have the opportunity to just talk to someone about that and what we could do to help. Um Again, don't wait for something bad to happen. If you're not happy, mm-hmm. explore. And what if somebody's with First State Bank, but they move and they maybe go to college out in California or they've just decided to retire to Florida, but they're, they don't want to change with First State Bank. Do you still work with them? Absolutely. You don't now with technology, you don't have to bank locally. Um I see many people who have moved to our area who are maybe banking somewhere else because technology has made that easy for them. Again, as we have, I, and I encourage students who are going out to college, wherever that may be, have your account with us. Mom and dad can move money to you just as easily. Um, it, it's easy to live somewhere else and have an account with us. See, I am totally attracted to the idea of having being handheld. I need support when I do things like that. And like you mentioned, getting your electronic uh, debits that come out Mm -hmm. every, you know, for whether it's your electric or your Xfinity or whatever it is, and it all comes. My biggest fear is having to like get that all transferred somewhere else and to go through that. If I knew though that Darla Kaufman was sitting there or one of her associates that she trusts to help me through the process, I would be much more apt to think about doing that. In fact, I am. Um, so I, that's that's really good to know that you re- literally have that your bank is not so huge and large that you can't take time to sit down with someone to personally help them through the steps of of, of going over because they want that, again, that personalized service that you get with First State Bank and local community. You know everybody and it, it feels just good to be acknowledged um, as opposed to a big, huge conglomerate. Uh, that It's nice for me to our... sit here and know that we can do that and know that that's part of what we do. Uh, that's just part of who First State Bank is and who we have always been. And hopefully we can let more people know that we're here and we're ready to help. 
And that's why you're on Spotlight on Business this week, because we always want to tell people in the community, our beloved Michiana, really the best places to go for for all of your uh, hometown needs, basically. And money is so important, and banking is such a huge one on everyone's list. It's just so good to know. Darla Kaufman, who is Vice President of Marketing Director as well of First State Bank, which is in Middlebury, Goshen, Elkhart, and now South Bend. Such a trusted name. And such a legacy brand. And it's just so good to hear from you personally what you have to offer. Thank you for joining us. And Merry Christmas to you. And may we get some people signed up. Is it too late to get signed up for a Christmas club? Probably. Uh, Absolutely not. We're starting for next year. We're starting for next year. We start in October. That's a great gift for someone Mm -hmm. to give themselves. A Christmas club account. Mm -hmm. Sounds wonderful. Uh, Great way to contact you. Um, uh, any Anyway, uh, our website is bfirst.bank, and uh, you can always email us at bank at bfirst.bank. Wow. B first, so B. B, letter B. Letter B. F-I-R-S-T. Okay. Dot bank. Wow. The letter B first dot bank. Easy to remember. Super easy. Thank you so much, Darla. Thank you. Have a wonderful holiday season, and thanks for listening today to Spotlight on Business. I'm Laura Smith. We'll see you next time. If you missed any part of today's show, log on to 953mnc.com and look for the Spotlight on Business podcast. Be sure to tune in again next Sunday afternoon at 4.30 for Spotlight on Business on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, your breaking news and weather station.